We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character. A woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss. A woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power. A woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned. A woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Welcome to the Why Is Not Withered podcast, season two. Over the next 25 weeks, I will be showcasing each of the characters in the Why Is Not Withered project. I decided to do this showcase right now because it has been exactly one year since I've sent my first cold emails to recruit writers and illustrators for the project. All 25 characters have at least a story draft and or one or two illustrations done. A handful of the characters have a complete story and complete set of illustrations, and today's character is one of them. Trust and Betrayal is a story written by Julie from Nigeria. It's about a retired cyborg engineer named Nero, whose calm evening is interrupted by two droids that urgently need her to travel to the MTA, or Multinational Technology Authority Complex, which she herself had designed and built decades prior alongside Master Juan, leader of the droids. Once she returns, she finds Master Juan in critical condition. He warns that her humanoid son Oliver plans to destroy all of humanity, though we later find out who the real antagonist is. In just five pages, Julie created an entire world from scratch, launching readers into the action straight away, including details that brilliantly developed the backstory while also propelling the current story forward. As someone that's not too familiar with science fiction, I didn't have that many ideas about the cyborg story at the beginning. I knew that in terms of character, I wanted her to have been a cyborg for most of her life after a near-fatal accident that happened when she was a teenager. I wanted her to be incredibly smart and resourceful, but also slow-witted, kind and generous, but sometimes too much so. Julie did an amazing job of incorporating all of those traits and writing a character that was intelligent but gullible, strong and authoritative, but also soft. Julie created the rest of the characters too. Master Juan, leader of the droids, Oliver, Nero's ambitious humanoid son, Dr. Eddie, the mechanic who had worked on Nero after her accident, some unresolved romantic tension included, and Majors, she and Lee, high-ranking officials that also worked at MTA. When I found Julie on Instagram, I was intrigued by the beautiful imagery and syntax in her poems. I was honestly surprised when she picked the cyborg character as her top choice to write about, since I hadn't seen anything remotely related to sci-fi on her page, but I trusted and she delivered. I was absolutely blown away by the descriptions of the MTA complex and a variety of different technological devices. For example, this is an um, excerpt from her story. Now, to the normal eye, Captain Nero's bed was simply for rest. This was not the case, however, for, just like the rest of the MTA, there was more to the bed than meets the eye. Underneath, at the right edge, was a switch which converted the bed to a gurney table the moment she flicked it. Chromium wound up around Master Juan until it formed a cocoon, secure but not too tight. 
This chromium served as a body scan and was connected to Nero's computer, which would help her determine the problem spots in her friend's body before she could push for a cure. Approaching footsteps made her whip her head around. The illustrator for Nero was Carolina from Mexico. I also found her on Instagram and I was very interested in her sketchy, somewhat gritty, very detailed illustrations. She did a wonderful job creating the look of Nero with her gray afro, pink scarf, and robotic body parts. Carolina actually made a few illustrations for the look of her hair. While I preferred the gray afro and ultimately decided to stick with that look for the rest of the illustrations, I really liked um, these pink cornrows as well. Go to my website to look at the picture. <laughs> so Julie graciously took some time to introduce herself and tell us a bit about her own background and interests. So without further ado, here is Julie. My name is Juliana from Nigeria. I'm an author and poet. Um, I'm really passionate about the girl child and women's rights. And this um, came due to my experiences while growing up here in uh, my society. You know, women do face a lot of discrimination. Although lucky for me, I come from a wonderful family. I have wonderful parents who have never been partial to uh, both sexes, you know, among your children. They show us love. There is nothing like, oh, uh, the boy is more important than the girl and all that. So I'm so happy to have that kind of background. Um, I've always loved books, you know. Sometimes I like to think I was born with an unseen book in my hands. So I've always been drawn to books from an early age. I've loved stories, you know reading and then creating something from those thoughts you know rolling around in my head i have this um i have an overactive imagination you see but um i wouldn't say i took writing seriously until 2017 you know i had to do some soul searching and um while reading um, the Bible, there's a scripture that spoke to me that um, God would bless the work of my hands. And I had to do an inward search, you know, like what works, what exact works. And my books were just staring at me like, <laughs> this is me, this is you, Julie. I have not looked back since then. To be honest, I read a lot of genres. I enjoy reading the books of Jane Austen, Charlotte Bronze, Bucci and Michita, Maya Angelou, Julie Garwood, Daniel Steele, Chimamanda Adichie, Leslie Pierce, Rupi Kaur, George R.R. Martin, Titi Lokweshunuga, you know, a lot. I could go on and on. So long as the plot is well written, you've got me hooked. Narrow. <laughs> okay. As a writer, I send in submissions for different competitions that come up, and one of such cases was the Drucker Challenge, where we wrote about the impact of artificial intelligence in our world. And I was really fascinated while, you know, doing a research on it, and I got to discover the advancements we've actually made in, um, in our world of artificial intelligence, you know. And uh, I think getting to watch movies like Star Trek and others, you know, they kind of forward um, thoughts in my mind. And when the wise 
not weeded project came up, I was instantly drawn to the cyborg character. Remember I told you I have an overactive imagination? Yeah. <laughs> Never is the result of what ifs that I had while researching on the AI essay. Our illustrator is Mexican, and so we try to infuse our roots, you know, the Nigerian and Mexican mix into the story, while being careful not to allow it detract from it. And... While I'm creating the story, initially Oliver was supposed to be the villain, but I realized I was feeding into this irrational fear of humanoids that we seem to have, and that made me change the narrative. I also asked Julie about what kind of qualities she wanted in a voice actress and also the music for the story. Oh yeah, I want a voice actress whose voice is bold and assertive as you can see Nero is not a simpering lily you know it should reflect in her voice too music definitely not blues <laughs> i think i see Nero as this um loud fast tempo music lover i think she probably loves hard rock r&b afro beats that kind of thing something with a swing to it and finally, I asked Julie about her experience working on the project and any other parting words that she had. The Wise Not Weeded project is a wonderful one, and I'm grateful to God for placing such an idea in Juliana Russell. I mean, who says elderly women can't be cool too? So we're trying to change that narrative where the young ones view the elderly as being weak and useless, and I'm hoping we can shift that perspective. Soon, we'll have more representation of the elderly in the media, hopefully. I'm just blessed to be a part of this project. <laughs> it was nice um, participating in this project. Uh, I got to, you know, meet lots of um, people from different areas of the world. And I commend the organizer of this project for putting up something this huge and getting, you know, folks all over the world to connect with each other, you know, we got to know each other a bit more, exchange ideas. It's It has been an eye-opening experience for me and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So I'm grateful, I learned, it's been wonderful. Thank you, Wise Not We Dead family. <laughs> Stay tuned for more showcases of the Wise Not With Their characters releasing every Sunday until the end of April 2020.